Hello, this is Dancing Bert, your artist Prince, the people's chosen, Lancashire's favourite son, and former president-elect of from my, uh, from class president at Myerscough College, and the voice of the voiceless. Hi, I'm the other guy, Tom. <laughs> Koala, use your name, Koala. I'm Tom Koala. I'm still just the other guy. <laughs> so, had a good week. I've had a good week, have you? Um, personal events, it's been pretty mediocre. However, in terms of nerd culture, I am just buzzling with uh, information this week. So am I, including we have had a death today. Would you count him as nerd culture? Sort of, yeah. I, just a well-respected Yeah, he's got throughout. one of them faces that one news, but when I saw the news thing, he's only known for Breaking Bad. That is nerd culture to me. That's as good as, to me. Uh, I don't know if that's nerd culture. What's his name? Oh, Robert Foster has died. Um, of brain cancer. Which horrible way to go. I imagine that messed with him Definitely, a lot. definitely. Horrible I way to go. I always see him as a general, though. He's yeah. Them military official faces. Yeah, I know what you mean. He's... It's always sad though when someone goes. Yeah, I mean to say. A lot of times we do talk in this right near the start. Someone's died. Guess yeah. what? <laughs> guess died. what? But no, just in case people out there who knows who he is, who didn't necessarily know he'd sadly well, passed. I mean, the moment someone Googles Robert Foster and sees his face, they go, oh! Yeah, he's one he's, of them. He's got well, one of them faces. For those reasons as well, um, do you have anything uh, else to add? Like uh, any latest updates or anything happened to you? That you might want to share with our ever faithful audience. Well, there is one thing. Currently, I—I I mean, we're we're still looking at it, but we may be doing something for Halloween, some sort of maybe a live stream or a playthrough of a scary game or something. Definitely, we're still we're still working out the kinks. Definitely, we'll, we'll work out those kinks. FYI, Absolutely, I, I am terrible with scary stuff, so I will probably like. I mean, I couldn't even watch that Doctor Who. Are you my mummy? I was hiding behind <laughs> sofa. Speaking of scary. Um, I know we've just very briefly just talked about it um, just before we started recording. Uh, Brightburn. Brightburn. Now, I never saw this, but I want to. Do. I strongly, all I'm going to say is I strongly recommend um, people watch it, especially if you're a superhero fan. Now, when I say this, imagine Superman meets Halloween. And you've pretty much got Brightburn to a T. It's a question of... Now, obviously people know the original character, uh, uh, Clark Kent, is a, is a hero. But what would happen if someone had the powers of Superman, but was quite cruel? And a child. And a child. Like, it, yeah. it always, it, it's said in the comics a lot, like, the only reason Superman is the way he is is because of... Yeah. His parents raising him, but how do you yeah. discipline? How, how do you discipline someone from Krypton? What what do you do? Like, <laughs> yeah. oh no, Clark's been sent home from school again. That's it, Martha. Get me the Kryptonite whip. Well, I, I don't want to say too much because it it, it it contains spoilers. However, what I will say is though, and and I think deserves a kudos in this particular episode, is excuse me, my brother showed me the film, and I was quite sceptic, but no, it is a good film. 
Um, I didn't rec- admittedly, I didn't recognise any of the actors, although I did uh, recognise one. I don't remember his name, but people also know him as playing Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy, and he played. Oh, what's his face? His brother in Walking Dead, Daryl's brother in Walking yeah. Dead in the Michael earlier. Rooker. Yeah, he's a good Which actor. I completely know off the top of my head. Yeah. No, he's he's in all of that um, director's movies. Like I said, like I don't know if you ever watched. Um, what did he make before Guardians of the Galaxy? Sleep. I know he was. In, I I knew him originally because, like I just said, he was in the first few seasons of Walking Dead. But to be honest, we I don't think I knew him in anything else. I could be wrong saying that. Koala is researching it. Uh, James with the Gunn. Google. Michael Rooker is in basically all of James Gunn's movies. Wow, pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Yeah, and the next Suicide Squad, James Gunn's doing so. We can expect Michael Rooker to make an appearance in that. Ooh, he, he's like your Stanley cameo, James Gunn movies. Fair enough. Like I know it's it, it's it's very very early to say, but what do you think we can expect in the new Guardians of the Galaxy film? I know it's very early to say. This is just pure speculation at this point. Um, but what do you think we should expect coming uh, from the third Guardians? From the way it's going, yeah, or was going at the end of the last one, I can expect Nova or Adam Warlock to show up. Do you reckon they'll follow up on Thor joining the crew? Do you reckon there's going to yeah. be some follow up of that? Yeah. So it won't be Guardians of the Galaxy, then will it? Obviously, it's going to be as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I suppose, but Thor is just going to be in Guardians yeah. of the Yeah, like Well, that. They, they do that in the comics sometimes. The Guardians sometimes have an Avenger join them that doesn't gel with a team and winds people up. Like in the comics, really? in like the comics the... famously, on. Iron Man joins them for a bit and he doesn't gel with them because Iron Man's used to be... In the comics, I, I know in the movie he has this whole redemption thing and everyone loves him. In the comic, he's still an arrogant arsehole that thinks he knows everything. Normally he does know everything, and he's an alcoholic. Wow. Although he did cure himself. Did any of the Iron Man's explore to ever... Because I can't personally remember explore Tony Stark's alcoholism. Oh, yeah. No, it does. It does. There's, so there's, it must have gone over my head then. Uh, the movie's deal with it in the first two, I think. Because there's a famous bit in the second one when Rhodey takes a suit. Yeah, no, I know they have a little in, in, Yeah, He's drunk in his suit. And Pepper's like, Tony... <laughs> How do you even go bathroom in that suit like that? <laughs> Don't worry, she's got filtration. It comes out as clean water. Oh wow! Like, oh. oh, but no, there's actually um, there was a line from the comics that I wanted in that Civil War movie. Yeah, and it's um, between Captain America and and Iron Man, and it's obviously the road they the way they went in the movie was different. Yeah. It was like more like a lovers quarrel between them two. Ah, fair enough. In, and obviously in the Civil War movie, the big point is at no point in the MCU has Captain America ever lied. Oh, the wow. The only time he ever lied yeah. was right at the end of the movie when Tony Stark turns around and says, did you know? So that, that that's a big moment for that. But in, in the comic, in the Civil War one, there's a bit I... where um, they're having a little bit of a fight, you know, a little bit of lover's quarrel, Iron Man and, and yeah. Cap. And it's because um, directly after this, Iron Man becomes director of S.H.I.E.L.D. Tony Stark is in charge of S.H.I.E.L.D. Fair enough. And uh, Cap turns around and says, so what do you want after this 
Sokovia Accord <laughs> bill. Huh? What 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 you what what are you gonna be, Tony? Huh? President? Oh yeah, they don't let alcoholics into the White House. <laughs> and uh, Tony Stark loses it, and that's when the fight starts. Is that an actual thing? Yeah. They don't let alcoholics into the White House. I. No, I, I don't know if that is, but I don't think they're allowed to be president. That's a bit harsh. But no, no not going down that road. But, you know, because we all, I suppose, have our flaws. So, yeah, no. okay. No, that's You're not allowed weird. to be an alcoholic, but you can be, like, a human-sized what's-it with bad hair. Oh, <laughs> true. Sorry, but I'm not even going to try and pretend that I find you, that controversial. Do you, do, you wanna, do you not want to try and defend Trump? No? No. Huh? Why would I try and defend him? Like, me, seriously, like... This is probably going to have to be cut for what I'm about to say now. Go but, on, then, what but are you going to say? do you reckon the Secret Service stand there and go, if he gets shot, we're jumping in the way? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. No, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, yeah, no. I, without saying too much, Back to Bright, I, 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 I don't like Trump, but yeah. Um, I don't know him personally, but from what I've seen, I don't rate him. No, going back to the film, um, you need to watch it. And, and I'm saying this, uh, especially the die-hard superhero fans, the fanatics. I think it's, this, this is not it's, one to miss. A lot of these movies are and series are surfacing. Like, what if... Because superheroes are always shown as morally above us. Yeah. But, I mean, Brightburn, that's... It's it's a child with superpowers, so it's just acting out, and you can't discipline it. I think, to be honest with you, I think it it could have potentially started something without realizing it was, because bear with me here. Now, a couple of years ago, I heard it wasn't my own, but I heard a very um, persuasive argument why Game of Thrones was so popular. Now, I'm not desecrating Lord of the Rings, but if you look at the the premise behind Lord of the Rings, it's a very... The formula um, in terms of storytelling in Lord of the Rings is very basic. It's very good versus evil. Whereas with Game of Thrones, it, that there is not really good and evil. There's a lot of shades of grey. There's people. There's human qualities. And it showed, in the words of George R. R. Martin, no one... There is no such thing as pure evil. It doesn't exist. Because everyone has a certain amount of good. So everyone about, has a certain amount of bad the in them. Night King dude in the army of zombies? Well... They just out for a stroll, are it, they? In the, in the premise of the show itself, obviously it's led the audience to believe that it's evil, it's pure evil. You know, they have no redeeming qualities. In the books, it's not the case. The Night King is actually another form of life that feels they have to wipe out mankind in in the name of self-preservation. It sort of shows you the mentality of we've got to get rid of them because they're going to come and attack us. And even Game of Thrones explores that backstory to a degree, but it doesn't go into much detail. Ah. So there you go. <laughs> but also saying that Lord of the Rings, a lot of people see it as the basic good versus evil story, but that's not what it's about, is it really? There was a point I was going to make. So I think instead of good guys versus bad guys, I think in terms of superheroes, they could potentially open up to new realms of storytelling that... There's good and evil in everybody. Look at Heroes. That Even though it's considered a, 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 quite a cringeworthy show, which I have to say it is a bit cheesy now looking back on oh, it. Oh, yeah. 
But just it remember, was, it was interesting. Save it was, the cheerleader, save the, the world. It, the, the concept of heroes, it was showing that what would people do if they woke up with abilities? Now, I guarantee you, and I hate to say this, my my fellow audience, ninety percent of the people that could time travel, turn invisible, fly, you name it, super strength, whatever your ability would be, well, you wouldn't wear a cape and save the world. A lot of stuff you'd be interested in is your own self-interest. You'd want to benefit yourself first if you had those powers. And anybody who says different is lying to themselves or doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah, that's true, but... <laughs> I'm not uh, saying no one would want to save no, the world no, you, you and benefit too, the world. At the same point, I think it'd go along the lines of, like, the boys and that sort of story. Like, the superheroes wouldn't be there, but it'd be mega corporations controlling them with advertising or stuff like that. You know, Superman comes down on his chest, it's the Pepsi logo. Yeah, true. You know, things like that. <laughs> Definitely, Who's, but... Oh, shit, there's a fire. Who's going to save us? Don't worry, Gillette Man's on his way. All I'm going to say, and I'm not even going to describe the scene because it wouldn't be for my associate uh, just giving him complete spoilers of the film because I think if I say too much, it will affect his enjoyment of the film without him realising. But all I'm going to say, the reason why I'm making the point to the extent I'm making it is watch the ending scene to Brightburn. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. Good film. It needs to be watched. It does. You no. seem... I've got to be honest with you. You seem a little dazed today. Oh, Is there any bit, particular reason? I'm just a bit tired. But I'm also trying to think what to say. Because I want to try and... There's a few things I want to get Go through. on. I feel and like one I'm taking this podcast today. You know, every now and then, you, you're at like a family do or something. Right, Okay. And in the corner of the room, there's, like, your granddad or your great-uncle or something, and he's sat with a walking stick. Occasionally, you know, he falls asleep, he wakes up by shitting himself or something, and then falls back asleep, and no one pays notice. I've heard of this taking place, yeah. Yeah, well, in the gaming world, this granddad has decided to stand up and try and attack people, and it's just going badly. Like, he's... Great-granddad Atari is coming after Xbox and PlayStation. Or so he thinks in his head, but in real life, we're just patting him on the head. Have you heard about any of this Atari stuff? Only from you. I know you've mentioned it, so go on, knock yourself out. I want to. So I would great, love to hear great more. granddad Atari, one of the first gaming... founding fathers of gaming itself. Well, really, I mean, isn't it? Pong. Yeah. Jesus, like, <laughs> has decided to throw its hat back in the ring, and that they they did a Kickstarter, right, and a fundraiser to build like a new console with okay. online. Online capabilities. Play all the old games. Plus, they're going to start developing new ones, and the classic joystick and one button or a control right okay got millions did amazingly then it went quiet and everyone was like well can we have some updates over the past month two months we've been getting updates we've got a picture of a circuit board that looks half finished so they can show they've done something right some news here and now the lead designer for atari for this console has left the company because he hasn't been paid for six months and they're desperately trying to do damage control, but they're just getting hate over it. And their own Reddit and forums and stuff has started blocking people for bad-mouthing them. Wow. Yeah. A little bit petty, that. I mean, to say so people are entitled to their it's opinion. It's just one them. People wanted them to do great because of nostalgia and they're, they're way up here on the pedestal. Yeah. And now they're, they're really low. 
And in my opinion, Atari is one of them. They're only alive because of nostalgia. Don't try and start <laughs> pissing us off. Oh, but let's dear. face it. All right. Yeah. Everyone knows your older games. Your, your, your Pong and your sense. You haven't been relevant for 40 years, mate. So just fuck off. <laughs> Are you not a fan of the Atari then? Do you not reckon one, it stands? One, one of my favourite games of all time is Transformers on PS2. And that was made by Atari. In recent years, Atari is not relevant. It's not coherent. It deserves to exist in a museum. Look what you came from. Yeah, true. And I'm a big fan of like game history. But don't, don't be like gamers and nostalgia keep you alive. The moment you start turning like us against you, you're dead. Yeah. And the mo- you don't pay your staff. You you're being dicks to people. You know. All right, the console looks nice and it still has the wood on the front. Right. Oh, it's still got that wood. You know, like, yeah, I thing... mean, that is a bit... Sorry to cut you off there, but that's a bit much than throwing the weight around. Like, wait around for something that they they might not even get done because it was supposed to be uh, November or December, this console, this thing actually comes out. But now they've said um, to all the early access backers and the people that paid money beforehand and investors... Yeah. They're going to get a copy that is kind of finished... And instead of Atari paying money to do the bugs and the fixing and the fine issues, they're going to send it to those. And any issue those people find... Yeah. Ah. You email Atari or send a message to Atari and then they'll fix it. Bloody hell. So they are happy with sending out a half-finished product. Bit shit, that, isn't it? That's yeah, not um, on but that. unfortunately... A lot of companies, that's the way of the world now. I know, but still, it's unacceptable, yeah, to be like, honest. We're in a day and age where we're used to half-finished games. You know, they give you a game, and yeah. it's like, here's the game. It's like, yeah, I love the game. It's like, <laughs> now pay 40 quid for the rest. Oh, my gaming experience, I tell you. Um, what I remember, one of the happiest memories. You're a big fan of Doom, aren't you? Um... Yeah. The older ones. Yeah. The newest Doom, here's some gaming news for you. The newest Doom has been delayed until next year. Okay. The company, id Software, have apologised. But, and there's a bit of tongue-in-cheek here. Unlike other companies, they will not release the half-finished product. But according to anyone that has tested it, all the people that played it at the big gaming events, all the reviewers, they don't know what's wrong with it. So basically, something, maybe even small is wrong, is causing them to delay this game until next year. Bloody hell. we will get the first DLC for free. It's a bit much that, to be honest with you. I I don't think we've mentioned... But we we don't know what's wrong with the code or anything. It could be something really technical-like. But, yeah, they are not going to release a half-finished product, which is unheard of these days. Didn't something very similar happen, though, many, many years ago to San Andreas? I'm sure it was San Andreas. It was one of the Grand Theft Auto games where it was either they had to postpone the the release date or they very nearly didn't make the date, if that makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of games through, like, time that have done, like... Halo 2 is the one that sticks in my memory because I got the game and I got special features and stuff. And they were actually scared to leave their office. Right. Because they had to postpone the game and they started getting death threats. Oh, bloody hell. And it's like... Was it you who was telling me of a potential... Or I don't know if someone were trying to pull my third leg. I honestly don't remember, but a potential uh, 
follow-up to the Time Splitters franchise. Is that what's what's the latest on that? Is that still going ahead? Uh, or? That's not potential. That's happening. That is happening. That, that is, is happening. a definite. No more news has come out yet, to the best of my knowledge. Oh, but yeah, wow. no. There, there is uh, THQ Software. No, THQ Nordic. Yeah. Is a company from the shell of what was once THQ. Wow. And they're an odd company, but one that I love. Fair enough. They keep pumping out nostalgia gold hits. Yeah. And what they did is when other companies went bust, they basically... To put THQ Nordic into a physical being, imagine a raccoon going through everyone else's trash. Right. Like, they're getting... Oh, no no one's made uh, time splits in a while. I'll give you 20p for the entire franchise. Yes, you're normal. Anyway. <laughs> yeah! Ooh, destroy all humans. Uh, c- can I have that? Uh, yeah, How fine, much do you reckon you, um, if you, you look, could have bought for the time splitters franchise? I don't know, but for anyone interested, if you look at the list of IPs and like franchises that THQ Nordic own, it's ridiculous. Really? All these franchises that you think that we have forgotten about that came out on the PS2 era or even the 360 era, they own. Wow. They bought. They bought Time Splitters, SpongeBob, Destroy Humans, Saints Row. Yeah, Destroy All Humans was a phenomenal game. A new one's coming out. Wow. But it's a remake of the original. Wow. And they don't do... When I say remake, I don't mean just like the original game that prettied up. They literally have... Same with a new Spongebob game coming out. They play the original. They build... Instead of just making it look pretty, they build a whole new game from the ground up that looks the same. Destroy all humans, I tell you what. It's one of the rare franchises, especially within gaming, where I preferred the sequel better than the original. Because if anyone wants to understand my sense of humour, especially when I was a teenager, play Destroy All Humans 2. And the opening sequence of the game is... um, the Russians are having a meeting because America's been invaded by aliens and, and it must have been the finishing in the first game. Yeah, the yeah. alien you play I've becomes only president. The first one. And the Russians are like, oh, um, very Cold War humour. And it was like, the Americans didn't notice they've been invaded and all these Russians laughing at them. And it was, it was. I don't know, it had such an appeal to it. you got you got to think as well, when I was a teenager, I was into that sort of stuff and... It was really bizarre because you're playing this alien that is getting involved in interplanetary um, conflicts because it, it it was obviously very cleverly written because I, I like how they did it. They intertwined the Cold yeah, War and I think with... the original writers are coming back. Yeah, very cool. And Anthony Head is in the second uh, Destroy All Humans. He plays an English spy. For those who've never played it, I've got it as well. I'll lend it to you. Destroy mm. All Humans. So it's a brilliant game. I've it got the first a... one. I need to play the second yeah, one. Yeah, I've I'm got the second one, I'll, so I'll, I'll lend it to you. On... Definitely. And you can uh, give it a little review next week. I'll be very interested to hear your thoughts. It's a brilliant game. but uh, I like the humour of the first one as well. Yeah, it's my humour. More so the second one, but yeah, it, it is definitely my humour, that game. It's uh, it made me. You got to think as well for a game, especially for me, that made me laugh was unheard of because then days you think well personally me I didn't really play games because I found it humorous. You, I just wanted to play uh, a game. Every now and then you got a chuckle or something, but I don't think I ever really laughed at too much. 
No. Was there ever a game that you just thought were genuinely comedic, but at the same time good to play? You're laughing with the game, not at the game. There is a distinction, because I've laughed at a few Destroyer games. Destroyer but... Humans was one of them. Yeah. Um, a lot of times I find... Ratchet and Clank, I laughed at for the series quite a lot when they made jokes, especially number three. Right. It's one of my favourite games. It's a bit of a bizarre time. question, though, isn't it? Did you ever do, laugh? do you ever find that when you're playing a game. I know, like, normally we talk about more, like, sci fi and stuff themed, but we're gaming as well. Do you ever find it? it's in shows as well? And recently, recent years, it does annoy me. Do you ever look at a game or something that's trying to be funny and you, you just sat there like. No. It's just cringy. Yeah. It no, like, I, I it get where like you're coming from. It feels like a 50 from. or 60 year old man trying to write jokes for a teenager. And he's like, kids are into this these days. Yeah, that is just completely out of touch. Yeah, like... Yeah, no, a lot of PlayStation any, 2 for, games were like that. For anyone that wants to feel that, go and play Sunset Overdrive for the 360. Or any game that, like... I, I did laugh quite a lot at some of the Tony Hawk's games. Especially like I've never played Tony, Tony Hawk's, Hawks that much. I play I've played it in my life, but I've never got into it that well, much. Well, the Underground series, the one where it's uh, Tony Hawk's Underground Two, it's probably one of my favourite games. That I say that about a lot recently. I realise that it's the one where Jackass is in it as well. All the Jackass crew. So, and when uh, I was a teenager, I was into that. Was you into Jackass? Yeah, I did like it. Oh, I'm gonna ask some uh, serious questions now. Did you perform any of the stunts that was on the film, even though they and the show? No, even though they at specific... the start it says like, "Do not try these stunts." So that did you follow professionals. <laughs> Koala, you're talking to me now. <laughs> come on, oh. come no. No, I, I don't think I ever did. I mean, I wanted to, but it was more the silly stuff. Like, did you ever see Jackass Three with a giant hand? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I would love if I ever. Like became a millionaire, or if this <laughs> if this podcast took off, we would do jackass. I think, yeah. like, I would I would do the things like with the the giant hand that comes around the corner and slaps like a midget. Our first guest star. <laughs> you imagine that if we ever have a guest star? Yeah, yeah, come and sit down and work. Basically, we do a lot of recording in my bedroom, so can imagine where the hand is near the door. Like, yeah, yeah, come think <laughs> record it. And, oh, that. Oh, yeah. Oh, but no. Um, oh, Jackass was so good back in the day. I don't remember a lot of it because I remember when it was popular, when it was in mainstream culture, I want to say early 2000s, it was very thingy, weren't it? Um, well, I think after Ryan Dunn died, yeah. they plummeted. They just, and they do you, I, I don't want to say his name. But there used to be a lad who lived around here. You might have... No, I, th- I think this was because you didn't move into the area until um, you were 12, did you? Mm. But there was a lad who lived in Anchor who got burnt. Uh, when I say Anchor, I might have to cut that out. In the estate next to where I... Near where I live, a young lad who was inspired by uh, apparently what he saw in Jackass, he was performing some stunts and jumping over a fire and uh, he had to go to hospital. So yeah, yeah when I, when I think Jackass, that what always everyone plays always in the forgot mind. about these shows like Jackass and the Dootsons and Dirty Sanchez. Don't w- never saw that, but was they always had? I mean, they had a boom mic. They always had like all the professionals and the, the first course, aid yeah. and everything around them. Yeah, but I didn't like them more violent weird stuff. I like the stupid shit they did. Like Yeah. St- I would love to do the whole sitting down in front of the jumbo jet engine and Yeah. It's um 
And I never, I never saw Jackass as violent. I just saw him as like stunt. I want to say stunt men. Like was that best, yeah, best way I mean, to describe standing him? Standing in front of a bull. Yeah. And shit like that. No. <laughs> yeah. That. Do you reckon for you then was it over the top for you? Was it too? No. What was over the top was Dirty Sanchez. Never saw it, so you'll have to. It's 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 uh, what happens when a bunch of Welshmen are let loose on the world. Really? Yeah. I'll I think have to look this in, up. in one of them they cut the finger off. Really? Yeah, they're they're in uh, Japan, right? And it's um, they meet the Japanese version of like jackass and all that, and right, they're so, like, okay, they're, they're trying to one up each other. <laughs> oh <right>? no! Oh <laughs> like, wow! You know these these Japanese guys they do something weird, and then this Welsh guy goes. Why don't we chop our finger off? And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, you're going to do it. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to. But... Oh. oh, wow. I'm going to stitch it back on. Oh, wow. You could actually, well, you need uh, a medical professional to do no, it. No, they. Can't do, I, do I think that, he only gets the top or something. But no, they, they do. They pull it back Ooh. on. You know, it's painful. Dirty No. How old were you when you saw this? I don't know, like 15, 16. I liked, oh, right. I liked some of the... Um, some of the shows. But yeah, back to gaming news. Go on. Um, for anyone that likes the Soulsborne games, the creator of Bloodborne, the PS4 exclusive, says, people, please stop asking me for a sequel. It is not within my power. That's the company. Go on. Just go and complain to them. That's a yell. Fair enough. This is a game that people have been asking for a sequel <clears throat> for years. So they are. Ah, fair enough. Everyone go and complain at From Software, not... Yeah. The man that made the game. Ah, there was an idea I had for this channel. Um, a couple of days ago, I didn't actually uh, bring it up, but however, now that we are recording, I might as well... It was, uh, the Impart idea... your nugget of wisdom <laughs> I'm asking for those people out there, I'll share it a lot more on, on, on my personal social media. I request that you do I mean, the same. I, I have noticed that we've taken a little bit of a dip in views. Yeah. The last two. I don't know why, because yeah. I think... Yeah. Go on. I think the one where we spoke about the dogs and the trauma, where I, I ranted a bit, was quite... I know maybe that was off-putting, but at the same point, I can't help it. Sometimes I get passionate about things. Yeah, as well. I wanted to say as well an idea that a couple of people have brung to me. It's not originally my idea. Um, we're going to have a segment as whoa, part whoa, of the whoa, episode. Whoa. Don't, don't be saying that. What? We're going to become internet celebrities. You know, right. you don't ever give anyone else credit. You've got to be that <laughs> dick. This is everything was my idea. Fucking hell, it was a quite a surreal moment, that. But anyway... Be you... like Ninja. We made gaming mainstream. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't exist before us. No no one... Before us, no one had ever done a podcast. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. No, no. So my idea... Yeah, your idea. My idea... Give the peasants ideas. <laughs> Don't ever give them credit. Is um, vote. You can now. When I say vote, you can either you comment can, underneath. You can do a poll on. Oh, yeah, never thought so. of that. But I was going to do it originally myself. By uh, I'm only joking about not giving anyone credit. But no, I know, I know, I know, I know. But anyway, you can either vote by commenting in the uh, comment section underneath the video. Or if you know me personally, feel free to uh, private message me on social media. I want to do a top 10 poll of the the top 10 
best science fiction space battles. Now, when I say that, it could be the Battle of Endor from Star Wars. Maybe that's a particular personal space battle of yours. Uh, favourite space battle. It could be the uh, Battle of Wolf 359 from Star Trek, for those who know. Uh, the Siege of Atlantis. Anything. Any space battle that you like. Please vote. I will get uh, people, the right people to share it, so a lot of people... Um, will want to comment, etc. What but, what classes as the best? Like, what are the qualifications? Your personal favorite. Your personal favorite. When you when you saw Space Battle and you thought that has got to be one of the best fucking things I've ever seen. That type of emotion. Would this include Kurt Russell stood on top of an egg, shooting lightning at his hands, wiping out an entire army of people? I never saw that. But was it in you, space? You never saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Too. Oh, that right, course, yeah, that yeah. If that's a personal favourite of yours, then... No, I just thought it was funny. (laughs) But yeah, any space battle that you enjoyed through any franchise, whether it be in... You know, there was a lot of uh, um, particular favourites in in nerd culture from Babylon 5 are meant to have a lot of good space battles. But it's entirely up to you. Comment what your favourite space battle is and... You know, I'll give it a couple of weeks and then I'll reveal what people consider the top 10 space battles of all time. So what do you think of that idea? So you want to start doing like... Uh, will we do this in the podcast or do you want to do a separate like top 10? Um, I think podcast for the time being. Anyway, part of the podcast, if it becomes too... I don't want to use the word big. If, if it turns out it's easier it being separate, then we'll separate the content. Yeah, it depends on the time. But, but yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because we do want to start branching out. Like, absolutely, yeah. I, I was going to bring this up, but go on. Because you want to start doing a lot of top 10 stuff. I want to do like a smaller version of podcasts where we're sat there and it's more like brief news, like comics, games, movies. Definitely, yeah. And I also want to do uh, a series on have older games aged well, like what we've mm. done slightly in this, like milk or... Yeah. I want to call it, like, milk or wine or something like that. My plan is, if you really want me to be honest, I know we've talked about it n- at numerous times, um, but, I mean, to say, I'll ask you again, actually, to be fair. Now, I know what I want uh, to come out of this podcast, if it ever does, because, I mean, I, I enjoy it anyway. Um, where, where would you like this project to go in five years' time? What's the goal for you? Where do I want it to go in five years? Yeah. If it's still going in five years, yeah. I'll be happy. Oh, it still it, it still will be going in five years, I assure you. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I will be a dad then. So well, I'm, a, I'm a dad now already, technically. Yeah, but so. in five years, if, if we can start reaching by about May next year, about 200 views a video, yeah, then I reckon there's there's more hope for us to keep doing this. Mm. Definitely, definitely. That, that's the plan, but yeah. if we can add a few more comics, because we've spoke about it like behind the scenes to lift the curtain. We yeah. don't want this to be... Did I just say a few more comics? I think you said comics. Yeah. Did a you few, mean comments? A, a few more like vids and projects and stuff. Yeah. I don't want this to be a gaming channel, neither do you. No, no, but no. But yeah. we want to have maybe... Like, with my idea where we play an older game for, like, ten minutes and then talk about it or, like, our thoughts on it while playing it. Yeah. Has it aged well? A more condensed version of this podcast where we have one topic we talk about. Yeah. The podcast, other little bits and pieces that you want to do. Definitely. 
and then we'll see where it goes from there. Do, we also maybe want to do, um, not necessarily all sorts of games, but maybe just have one series of like a long playthrough of something that we both yeah, do. like Civilization or. I, 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 I said I, I said to my mum the other day actually. I think it would be quite good if we did play something co-op. Yeah, I, I said to my mum the other day actually. Um, the one thing that I feel that we have in buckets on this podcast, that to be honest with you, I don't really see in a lot of the other podcasts. I, I think what the the appeal we have is well, you don't really see podcasts. You listen. Well, yeah, we're not pretending to be something we're not. Do you, do you know what I mean by that? We, we, we I are... think a lot more podcasts, a lot of podcasts, they're trying, to be honest. And yeah. obviously, what you see with us is what you get. But I mean, it's not like you sit there and go, and today on the pod, you know, put yeah. on a different voice. <laughs> put on an accent. My voice is, it, is as annoying as it is. Would you say your voice is annoying? Very annoying. Who's Who said to you, who finds your voice annoying? Quite a few people. I don't find your voice. I reckon if you put me and Joe Pasquale in a room, they'd send me out. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I, I think your voice is quite charming. Unique. (laughs) Unique. (laughs) It's like music to my ears, your voice. Why is there blood coming out of your ears? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) There's a melancholy. I do do like, though, even though we've known each other so long, sometimes my humour can go over, like, (laughs) a couple of weeks ago. When we had one, and you said something like, have you noticed I've had my hair cut? And I was like, how was I supposed to react to that? <laughs> I'm due a haircut now. <laughs> after, after that, he was like, I was a bit taken back. Like, were you actually mad? It's like, no. Yeah, actually. Was it that episode? Yeah. When you said something and like, and like yeah. afterwards, he was like, I'm just checking. Were you actually annoyed with that? I was like, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, no, it's a bit yeah. like... Was it the haircut one? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. You know, I'm one of them people where... Some at some point you are going to try and talk to me, and I'm going to be like, Irvine, don't speak to me unless we're at work." <laughs> oh dear, you are quite... so basically what you're trying to say is you're quite the wind-up merchant. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do enjoy it sometimes. Yeah. I do. I have to limit my swearing. Is your mum still listening to this? Um, she said, "I don't, I don't know why." Say what you want, fella. Go on. No, I'm just curious. I don't know. I couldn't no, say right. to be honest. I don't think she is because I, I reckon she'd have said something. I don't know if you if you're listening anyway. Hi, mum. But as far as I know, I'm not. Is your mum listening to this? I uh, I don't know. I think she gives it a view and just mutes it. You know, she, she gives it a view and mutes it. She, yeah. she, she hears enough of it. <laughs> oh dear. Has she ever said it? Giving giving you any feedback? The only feedback I've got is. Apparently, I cut you off too much, and I'm. No, no, to... no feedback. No feedback. You, so, you held your tongue then. No. You was holding on, but go on, go on. I didn't hold my tongue. She's, she's not said oh, anything. Oh, we just thinking if she's off. No, I was checking how long we've been doing this. Oh, right. Is there anything you want to talk about? While I look oh. something up quickly. Um, the new Picard trailer actually, and um, have you seen it? I have seen it. What? I know we get told we talk about. I know, and we're trying to so avoid it, we, but this is but news. At, at the this same point, oh, we, are, Sorry, I got you we, we are like, this podcast is nerdy shit, sci fi, comics, mar- you know, movies, and games. I love Star Trek, so. And yeah. it's, it's Patrick Stewart. You do not. <laughs> you do not forget about the man. Can you, Ella's like, but go on, you've seen the trailer. I want to hear your thoughts. have seen the trailer. Oh, what's his name who plays Will? Jonathan Frakes. Ain't he got fat? Yeah, he's, he's put a some great weight big on, hasn't he? He's put some but weight on. He that, is aged. Doesn't, number one, I love how 
Uh, Picard's dog is called number one. Yeah. That, a lot of people have caught on to that. I love that. <laughs> but also, um, was Data a hallucination or was he real? Right. I'm Fears glad you bring that up. Because in the, in the trailer, he goes down into yeah. the Federation, yeah. has an argument with someone, and there's like a room filled with androids. Do you want, do you want to know why I think it's a... Uh, why I'm speculating, I'm theorising that it's a, an hallucination. The one thing that gave it away... For me, mm-hmm. uniform. Now, the, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. This is my fanboy coming out in buckets now. But if you notice the, oh, what's the best way to describe it? The pre-Dominion War era, the yeah. post-Dominion War. Uh, Picard, uh, it's the Star Trek films that star Picard. The uniforms actually changed from being colourful to being more dark blue, purple. Yeah. And you see data. I can't remember. I'm sure you actually saw the very. Uh, the 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 Star Trek TNG season uh, season one to three uniform. So that sort of made me think: Is he actually hallucinating data? But if he is, in, in the first, uh, it's one of the first trailers. There yeah. is a, someone opening drawer, and there's the pieces of data. So yeah. clearly, the Federation found that. Yeah. Or found his pieces, and they've built androids. Yeah. Leading me to this whole ship. At the end of this trailer, a ball cube seems to wake up yeah now the borg are simonetic part organic could they have a storyline where the borg start taking over these androids that the federation are mass producing see star trek already covered that type of concept in an episode called measure of a man and you've probably seen it yourself the the bit where they have a tribunal and try and work out uh, whether or not is it right for data to, to be seen as an object or a life form you ever seen that episode I have. Yeah. Data is one of my favourite characters. I love when yeah. he, like, you know, he's got some of the, the best bits and some of yeah. the best, like, like the scene, uh, the episode where he falls in love, quote, love, with, um, <laughs> oh, who was the first security officer? Died by uh, Oh, uh, Tasha Yar. Yes. Yeah. Bing Crosby's uh, granddaughter, Denise Crosby. The musician, Bing Crosby. Yeah, not many people know that it was his granddaughter. Well, there's your fact for the day. There's your useless fact of the day, yeah. But, but no, uh, da- Data is, is one of my favourite characters. So, something also, that... Star on. Trek news, Go on. Discovery Season 3. There were about f- f- uh, one quarter or halfway through filming at this point. Fair and it's enough. going to deal with the State of the Federation in the future. So Discovery, even though a lot of them are dead, yeah. officially, in Star Trek canon... In reality, they actually went to the future, and because of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff. What is, what is this Star Trek Discovery you're talking about? They, I don't consider they've, this. They've, kind of... they've gone to the future where the Federation is still alive. Have you seen the first two C- series in full? I think you have. I've the finished first two now. Seasons. Yes, and what you know you, what? What do you think? I enjoyed it. You enjoyed season two. I enjoy season. There's only one season. season the Discovery. Season one never happened. Ah, oh, see. You enjoyed season I two think more than season one. With Discovery, what they should have done is started with season two. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. I do get that. What else was I going to say to you as well? Um, yeah, I saw trailer two Picard and Discovery, and I forgot about the season three Discovery. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. I still don't consider this canon to be honest with you. I know it is. I know before I get some angry Star Trek fans, but. 
dancing you know bear and know what he's talking about. I, I think I think Discovery is actually quite good, but I don't think I think it's gonna go the same way as Enterprise. It ain't gonna be the seven seasons of the old days. No. So how, if you had to I know this is pure speculation, how far do you reckon it'll go? Push five seasons. Or this could be the last. Interesting. I saw the trailer, admittedly so it did look good. But Picard looked even better. You wanted to bring this up, didn't you? I um, did. There was so, a certain event. <laughs> We're everywhere this episode, but never mind. Without insulting some people, Americans are known for doing weird shit. Right. For dumb shit. Some are undereducated, but British people are no better. Yeah. I'm glad there you a, saved yourself. There, well, I mean... <laughs> You know, whenever we've got a nutter, we send them over to America. So, <laughs> you know, they now uh, have to deal with Gordon Ramsay. Um, oh, God. There was, a, there was a woman who climbed into a lion enclosure and danced in front of a lion. Because that's clever. <laughs> Great, brilliant and she, move. It was posted on like, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Right. And th- basically the woman just did it because she wanted to. And she thought she had this sudden urge to. Yeah. Uh, now it may be a lion in an enclosure, but it's still an animal. And if you're a, a slightly chubby American, you're just a stunt like a dance piece of meat. Yeah. Like even the lion tamers don't walk in without some form of like protection. Things yeah, like that. Yeah, understandably so. So she actually walked in front of this lion. No offense between them or nothing. Or so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just I just showed him the video of a uh, a woman dancing in front of a lion and. Uh, in your own opinion, my friend, Dancing Bear. Yeah. Is there any fucking hope for America? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Um, I'm on Why? the fence on this one. If you're, if you're on your fence, because that woman climbed <laughs> over it. Right. If you're stupid enough to do something like that, or if you're willing to do something like that, obviously there is gonna be risks. Risks, rather. Can't even say the word right. Um, and sometimes when you risk anything, it doesn't always pay off. And fortunately for that woman, it did. She survived. No one got hurt. That lion but is used to if mills. it didn't pay off, it would have been a real Yeah, fault. but think about You're a lion, right? Yeah. You're, you're, stu- you're king of the jungle. People come and they, they look at you and you're like, yeah, you take pictures. Your mills. <laughs> your mills come. It's already dead. You don't even have to hunt. Uh. You, you don't even have to hunt. Uh, and then you you stand up, you wake up, you stretch, you do your lying yeah. like raw thing. You turn your head, and there's this fat American woman dancing in your enclosure. You ain't gonna attack. You're gonna be like, what the hell? So, what do you think the thought process of this lying was? What do you reckon was going on in his head? He sees this woman, well, do this, a little strut of stuff, do a little dance. She's lucky because if you think about it. At the end, a lion is a lion, but an animal is an animal. Yeah. And that lion only knows its food comes to it in that enclosure and do not attack the people in the um, zoo uniforms. Yeah. It's got that logic down. Yeah, but absolutely. there's other animals in other zoos. Even, you know, London Zoo, if you walk into an enclosure and you're not in that uniform, the animals can react quite badly. Yeah, absolutely. Like, but why this woman? I get scared if I go and see a sheep in real life. (laughs) Do you reckon, um, through behind the thickness of her stupidity, there's a nugget of bravery? Well, I think she did it for... Publicity. For the lulls and the publicity. Yeah, pretty obvious that she did. At the same point, here's a little nugget. If you love penguins, 
so much and you want to go and see an animal, do not ever go and see penguins in their own enclosure. Why? Because they fucking stink. How bad is it? It's bad. The aroma of penguins. The aroma of penguins is bad. <laughs> is it? Now, whenever I watch Mr. Popper's penguins, I look at it and I'm your flat must fucking stink. Really? What, yeah. what, what makes the it's environment smell so bad then? The bird shit, the, the food they eat, the oils that Ooh, come out in them. Yeah. It's like rotting fish and... Yeah, Ooh, that, you know. Yeah. Is it, was it overwhelming? Yeah, aroma? from what I've been told. I've, oh, I've been there when they've cleaned it in London Zoo and I know people have been to see them and they're like, they hate penguins now. Really? Same with foxes. People have been getting foxes as pets and they don't realise foxes are like skunks. They have a smell gland. Right. It just comes out in their fur instead. Fair enough. So they stink. Badly. <laughs> Do you reckon this woman watched Lion King and thought, oh, I want to see one, you know, that seriously, because obviously lions are probably more, are capturing more mainstream attention now because of the Lions are always Lion going to get maybe. mainstream attention. It's king yeah. of the jungle. I thought, it, but the bear is the king of the woods, remember that. Well, I mean, <laughs> technically, <laughs> according to Rome, yeah. never put anything in the Colosseum ring with a bear or a tiger. Because it just won't be much of a fight. Really? Yeah. Tigers will kill anything because I know I'm going to piss off lion fanboys here, but technically speaking, the tiger is the strongest and biggest big cat in the world. Understandably so. And the yeah. bear, whenever they've, you know, ancient Rome, they put animals in the Colosseum or wherever they find yeah. animals. Bears will just crush the lion's skull and just walk off. <laughs> wow, it's I not, didn't know that. It's not even much of a fight. There's there's never been an instant where a big cat like a, a lion, in, in ancient Rome terms anyway, has ever gone against a bear and walked out unscathed. Like, <laughs> yeah. lions lose 100% of the time. And the fast for the size as well. Depends on the bear. Well, you see a lot of grizzly bears. Like on, uh, I've seen it on wildlife programs. Can't koalas name a are also bears, one, admittedly. which are why I'm called koala. I don't, I don't think a, a koala bear stands <laughs> much of a chance. Hell, if you put eucalyptus leaves on a plate, a koala bear will starve to death because it doesn't know what to do about it. Really? Yeah, they're they're one of the very few animals left in the world that have a smooth brain. They are literally thick as shit. Really? I didn't know this. If you um. If when a koala's teeth, they like other animals of that same thing that they constantly grow and grow and grow. Yeah. When they're filed down, they just decide they don't want to eat anymore and they starve to death. Oh no! Yeah. Oh koala, I'm sorry, bro. They they <laughs> they are. It's why it's why I don't. They are literally. So why are you starving yourself, man? They are literally one of the dumbest animals on God's green earth. <laughs> Do you know why they eat eucalyptus leaves? Go on. Because that was just a tree they're in and they've evolved to do it. They can literally eat any other leaf. But they just choose to they, eat those yeah, leaves. It, they get nearly no nutrition, no nutritional value from the leaves they eat. How have they survived then? If you if you like... no, no one told them they couldn't. You can't eat that. Don't tell him he keep eating it. Oh, all right. <laughs> you can't oh. eat that. It takes them weeks Bloody. to digest it. Wow. I mean, in terms of evolution, like... I'm going to eat that fucking tree. <laughs> no, you can't. Watch me. Bloody, interesting. I didn't... Admittingly, I didn't know an awful lot about koalas. I knew what they were, and obviously, you know what kind of animals yeah, they were. Yeah, they can but... give you a chlamydia as well. No, they can't. Yeah. You're making that no. up. You made that no, up. No, I'm Seriously. not. Look it up. Really? Yeah. 
that quite a lot of them are carriers for it. So if you get bit oh. or scratched by a koala, you're gonna get. Can the you imagine? Ah! Can you imagine that you're at the clinic, right? You've got chlamydia. Where'd you get it from? A koala bit. I mean, come on. Where'd you really get it off? Dirty <laughs> bastard. Oh, that must <laughs> be. They also have fingerprints nearly the same as us. So oh, <laughs> if a koala was smart enough, they could run around give people the clap and their fingerprints could be someone else's. Oh, oh, oh no. Man. What are the odds? Right. We're, we're coming to the end. Bloody hell, we are and all. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I still think we're in the 20 minute zone. Like We've nearly done an hour there. Oh, that's man. weird. Is there anything you want to talk about? Anything that's happened in like news world um, for the week, sci-fi related? Because I'm a bit out. No, um, Chris Fecklestan. Um, I didn't know if you wanted to mention it. He did yeah, an interview we, at we New seem York to Comic be doing Con. that a lot. But in fairness, it's like the man. He keeps coming out with new stuff, with new yeah. content. Just look it up. Anyway, look it up. Look out the con. It's. It, I've I've said this to Irvine Four in like our personal conversation, but it's like Chris Ferguson is having a fucking mental breakdown. Yeah. Every he is. week there's a new story like Oh, I I shoplifted and pretended to be an addict when I was younger to try and get actor roles. I I I you know, I'd come back to the I would never come back to the MCU. It's yeah. a terrible franchise. I'd come back to the MCU as Malekith as long as it gets the same thing as the new... He said that. Yeah. He would come back to the Marvel MCU... Yeah. If he gets Taika Waititi to write his character. Mm-hmm. And Malekith is quite a big villain in four Yeah, films. to be fair. Um, yeah, I won't go too much into it because we're trying to avoid... We're trying to keep our subjects varied, our topic, yeah. topics varied. I think we've managed to do that. I think so. Um, but yeah, in terms of the Christopher Eccleston... Uh, any uh, die-hard Doctor Who fans out there, just look it up. It's on YouTube. It's the interview at Comic-Con New York. Yeah, For he's... those that are die-hard Christopher Eccleston fans, um, yeah, don't give know. it a miss. Um, he has actually now come out and said the exact reasons he's left Doctor Who. I've not seen it yet, so I'm looking forward to watching it after this particular podcast. Um, whose turn is it to... Uh... You know what I mean? You know what I'm referencing? Do I? I think it's my, is it my do, turn? Do we need to say... Have, do you reckon people have clocked on yet that it's kind of a joke having um, to say this? Well, the best jokes are the one that runs the longest, that yeah, experience. Whose turn is it? I think it's Yeah, Please, please like us. <laughs> if you enjoyed this video, please subscribe for more content. Please! And Repeat me again! (laughs) Ring that bell. And, especially because we're doing a poll of the top 10 greatest space battles, please comment underneath if you you have anything to say. We are here to entertain you. What is the cut-off point for space battles? Is it... Does it... Anything. Have to be sci-fi movies? Has to be uh, roughly science fiction. So could it be a space battle of a really good cutscene in a game? Yeah. Or an anime? Yeah, anime... Yeah, I'll allow anime as well, actually. There's because there's some cracking good like shit Gundam. in anime. Yeah, so anything that... Any battle that just happens to occur in space. Any battle. I'll just yeah. say it like that. Um... Would you like to? We at this point of the podcast, we usually. Do you know what? I don't think we've done yet. Go on. Have have we mentioned like, commenting, subscribe, subscribing, sharing, ringing the bell? We mentioned that yet. What's that? I just did, didn't I? Did you? Yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> Have you got a life story? Um, something to no, share with the time. audience? It's I thought uh, it was my turn way. last week. Was it? Was it? Sure, I, I, I Do we have that. to impart wisdom? <laughs> we don't have Hang to, on, I get, get me a fortune cookie. <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Wrong horse, Kimasabi. <laughs> Kimasabi. He, I don't know. It's. I was thinking about Army Hammer on the way Kimisabi. here. Kimasabi. Yeah, you know, he, he was in Have you ever seen Ranger. that Lone Ranger? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah, got it. Yeah. It gets more flack than it should. Fair enough. Um, Army Hammer. Do you know he's in the running to be Superman? I didn't know that, mm. no. Are you a Superman fan? No. No, I had to think about that. that. Uh, yes and no. Yes and no. I know he gets a lot of flack for it because you didn't play the character right. I really, <laughs> I yeah, really I liked I that. that movie, Man <laughs> is Still, because he was... Yeah, he was he was good, but he's yeah. not above like you know some guy giving a woman hassle and he goes outside and his trucks in a tree. You know yeah. that level of. <laughs> You're quite in a ranting mood today. Is there any particular I, reason? I just I'm I'm loving it. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Do you, do you not think though? What? Like Superman is one of them characters. I like him when he's not this. He needs to be the epitome of truth, justice, the American way. Yeah, that's yeah, how written. yeah. But I think being a little bit of a dickhead. Who Clark Kent? Or... Yeah, Superman and Clark Kent. Does the character wonders? Yeah, yeah. No, I can only it adds depth to his character. Definitely. It does. Like in in a lot of like recent comics, it's done that a lot of other superheroes don't get on with Superman just because he's so much. I never dick. liked Superman. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I never there was, liked there Superman. There was slight controversy recently over Superman because in one comic, a new writer has taken over or something. It's a, a bit back now, a couple of months, but it was explicitly said yeah no superman does can and will have sex here's the scene of him banging a mermaid <laughs> oh wow it so, was yeah. who, who was the mermaid i don't, some <laughs> character from back in the day that they brought back and it it doesn't show wonder, like, Wo- wonder woman step aquaman step or some shit <laughs> while looking at aquaman dead in the eye <laughs> But no, it's, oh, wow. it's, it's one of them. They don't show it explicitly, but it's yeah. like the seabed moves. <laughs> and like, I, I will have to send you the snapshots oh. of it. But yeah, no, they, 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 they want to do it a bit. That'd be an revamp. interesting story, that. Superman has an affair with Aquaman's stepmom or some shit. Well, they always... A lot of people <laughs> think that Superman will only... <laughs> Superman only goes after, like, Lois Lane. Yeah. But no, he do, he does have, like, a string of ex-girlfriends and stuff like that. I didn't know that. I thought it was, oh, Lois Lane, because I'm a one-girl man, like, a one-dimensional character, you know. Nah, he, he does. He, you know... He, play, he plays around. Anyway, I think we should wrap this up and say a goodbye. So like I previously stated, please, uh, if you enjoyed this video, please subscribe. Have you said that and already? Yes, I have. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying it are. again. Are you? Uh, comment underneath your top 10 battles. And I think I said that again too. So hope you enjoyed this yeah, video. Top 10 sci-fi battles. Yeah. Either Irvine will do a poll or just like, we'll see. A comment, yeah. Depending on how many votes I I would get. prefer people don't send it you as a, personal message and pull it underneath so I can yeah I'd rather comment I'd rather yeah I'd rather people comment but some people do feel uncomfortable doing that yeah I I understand but whatever people private message me I'll I'll, I'll, show you oh here's a bit of news for anyone in like the Lancashire area Blackburn Sanctuary Games in Blackburn um they are going to start doing slow grows from any of the tabletop games so if anyone is interested into getting into them hobbies your Warhammer your bolt actions your that sort of infinity sort of stuff. Yeah. 
Um, just go down Sanctuary Games. It's where the Batcave used to be. You'll find it. And pretty approachable. Nice one. Hope you enjoyed this video. And as always, Dancing Burr out. And I've been just the other guy, Tom. <laughs> just.